0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The National Football League is heading into its final weekend. It's the shortest of all of the major sports seasons. The NFL only goes for four months. September, October, November, December. We bleed into January by, by about a week. But again, we start you know, the, after the first week in September anyway. So it's a four-month endeavor. It's 18 weeks. That's it. Major League Baseball is 26. Hockey goes for six months. Same with the NBA. These sports go forever. Football's a sprint. And at the same time, it's a marathon. And we are finally at the final week. We know who the two number one seeds are. Um, I'm not sure that The second best team in one of the conferences is even going to make the playoffs at this point. And we got to talk about it with my man, Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com pick six podcast moderator with a red football club hat on today. Is there a, (laughs) is there a story? You always have interesting hats. Is there a story behind the hat before we start? Uh, Yeah, I actually uh,
1: made these hats for football club, which is our uh, group of uh, sophisticated gentlemen who tailgate um, before uh, games that occur at Carter Finley Stadium. Excellent,
0: excellent. It's a, and it's a lovely now,
1: you, you may be asking if you're because you can see me if you're watching on YouTube. You'll Get this, yeah, right or on YouTube or yeah, wherever you get you. or on on the Ultimate Channel, right? That's true. We, yeah, we I tell people like I'm it. on. I tell people I'm on local television too. Just <laughs> um, well, very good. The hat the hat did come out in a more familiar style than I anticipated when I made them, Um, but it didn't occur to me at all. Will. okay, good. Well, um, I just want to point out that it's not anybody
0: should be able to wear red hats. Adam, that's not, it's not not fair. I think like this. Yeah. Totally understood. (laughs) Totally understood. All right. So, uh, Daniel Tepper or David Tepper. Oh my God. Well, can you find the lie? Is there if Let's... if I refer to David Tepper as Daniel, tell me where I'm off base based on events of this weekend. Uh I mean why why are we why are we calling him Daniel just cuz he's like a little boy? Uh because he has a lack of accountability. He's Uh-oh. petulant. He uh is mean-spirited. Other than that? I, I don't think I don't think I've ever seen
1: Yeah, I saw uh, my buddy Grant Paulson, who does radio up in DC Mm -hmm. on 10567 The Fan, or 1067 The Fan, excuse me. And um, he noted, he's like, you know, it's pretty telling that David Tepper is managing to do stuff that is one, wildly offensive to his own fan base, to the Jaguars fan base who is there, Mm -hmm. to the NFL as a whole, the league office. I mean, obviously, frown, and I mean, are we still using alleged? ledge? Because they haven't even said. No, that this no don't alleged. Think they even Acknowledge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but I mean, like, we haven't got an apology. We haven't got a Nothing. statement. The Panthers are like the. It, I think it's very telling that the Panthers are. Um, you know, sort of just hiding behind this, like, no, nah, we're just like, everyone's scared. Apparently anybody who's going to tell David Tepper to do the smart thing about anything these days has been removed from the building. That's right. And, you know, Scott, Scott Fowler yeah. uh, read about this for the Charlotte Observer. And I think one of the lines was everybody who's not a yes man has been tossed from the building. Yep, And that's look again, you go back to how poorly this franchise is run and the state of the affairs for the Carolina Panthers, who are handing the Chicago Bears the number one overall draft pick in this mm-hmm. year's draft. An unfathomable situation to be in when you trade up, like the, from the previous year. You know, if you give away a top five pick, it's really bad. If you give away a first overall pick, it's real bad. Um, I, I think it's not unreasonable that the – that so Bud Adams gave the double birds to Titans fans – or to, to right. or Houston fans when they were booing him – but he moved the team out of Houston and moved them to Tennessee and mm-hmm. kept, you know, Oilers for a while, and then they changed to the Titans. Like, there's some personal, there's sure. some personal beef there, right? Like, like he was in Art his Mo- owners Art Modell and Cleveland type, thing. right? I yeah. mean, he he, you know he's like they're like booing him. He's like bring it on. He's double birding him. I remember blogging about that back in the day. Shout out uh, senior NFL blogger Will Brinson. That's but right. um, I uh, this is different because this is not. Like he's like f you to the fans who hate him, and he hates those fans. This is David Temper's on the road against Jacksonville, a team with no connection whatsoever to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. He's got the window to his owner's box that he's using um, at another stadium open, and he gets so peeved off that his team's losing twenty six nothing, or that they clinch the number one seed. Like, he probably found that out as Aaron. Like, he might have thrown the drink because Aaron's like, somebody's like, hey, buddy, Arizona's beating Philly. You know, <laughs> he gave away the one pick. But like who knows? It doesn't matter what was said by those fans. That right. action is unacceptable. Yeah, I think the NFL is going to hammer him with a fine. He can I pay it. It doesn't matter. It's pocket change to him. And if the Panthers are lucky, they will suspend David Tepper from football
0: operations for a full year, and maybe the team will do good. See, that is the benefit for the Panthers. Uh, and I, I'll go back to this. And then I, I, I called him Daniel Tepper for a reason uh, because of the lack of accountability. He will not, he will not answer for this. I mean, it would, it, in the grand scheme of things, pretty low level what he did, he should just come out and say, I apologize for acting like a child. Uh, there's no excuse yeah. for it. Not that it would be over. He'd still get a fine. But maybe it wouldn't be as bad. But and we're still we're now two days removed from it. We have not heard a thing. Um. Uh, when the Yankees had their owner, George Steinbrenner, suspended, they became a quality franchise. <laughs> so it happened. Steinbrenner got suspended. He couldn't run the team anymore. The baseball people had to do it. All of a sudden, the organization became uh, basically a model. It, re- it really did. And maybe the Panthers will benefit from the suspension of David Tepper, although it didn't help Washington when Daniel Snyder was suspended. All right, let me uh, let me move on to action. Actual- by, by the way,
1: uh, Mike Florio Pro Football Talk reached out to the NFL and the Panthers on Tuesday morning, um, and still nothing huh. nothing back from them. Nothing new back from them, which no no surprise. But um, you know, like I'll, I'll I'll be curious to see. I think it'd be telling to see how both parties handle this because nothing said by the Panthers is just a real real indication of where things stand in terms of what you can do in that building mm-hmm. and whether anybody has any ability to give David Tepper advice contrary to what he wants to hear. And then you know, if the NFL doesn't do anything, I'd be, I'd be really shocked. I think they'll hammer him. I think they'll probably hammer him on, like, Friday afternoon or something.
0: Uh, it should be a million-dollar fine, I mean, basically, and then whatever they want to give him in terms of a suspension, I don't think it'll cost him a draft. He has to. He has to play left tackle for a, for three weeks. <sighs> well, what would Would we notice? Would we honestly (laughs) notice? All right. So (laughs) shout sticky. Uh, All right. Dallas, Detroit, which an outcome in the game that matters because uh, if the touchdown is allowed to stand, Detroit is the two seed and Dallas is the three seed. And that is, I'm going to say, fairly significant uh, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, So but here's my uh, my overall take on this. Do you remember the scene in Clerks when Randall is running the uh, the video store and the woman comes in and she's like pl- playing a trick on him and he says, "I didn't appreciate your ruse, ma'am," and they have that <laughs> conversation like you now you get to feel intellectually superior to me. Um, I think I wasn't expecting a Clerks reference. There you but go. I love, it. Uh, I love to work that in whenever we can. Um, in my opinion, Detroit tried to play a sneaky, underhanded move by kind of tricking Dallas as to who was going to be the ineligible and eligible Mm -hmm. lineman on that particular play. And I think they get what they deserved here because just play it straight. Just come in and declare those players who are eligible receivers, eligible, and move on. But it was pretty clear that they tried to trick Dallas and they paid the price for it.
1: Yeah, I think... It's one of those things where, when you get too cute with stuff like that, even though you, even if you believe that you can effectively, mm-hmm. you know, manipulate the other team into into said ruse, um, you are you are putting yourself at the hands of the officials, right? Like inside in the hands of the officials in terms of what they're going to do and whether they're going to get stuff correct. And I mean, I think we've seen enough of the NFL officials this year to know that you don't want them to be deciding your fate when it comes to. Uh, big plays, like just have a play that's ready to go and just run the play, you know, right? or declare the guy that's like, declare a guy eligible. I don't think Dallas is loading up to stop an offensive lineman in like in a massive, you know, right. I, like, I don't think they're, you know, even if you just declare the guy eligible, I don't think they're expecting it in that spot. They're still going to be way more worried about Amron St. Brown and, and Sam Laporta than they are, you know, uh, Taylor Decker or any other offensive lineman who's declared eligible. So yeah, I could see that point. It um, It does. Stink though that just it's just the NFL just cannot get out of its own way when it comes to um, how it wants to, like just figure out a
0: way to clean up these mistakes from officials or like like, like have it, that have that play re- reviewable? I mean, um, but, I don't know what you do there, but I mean, it does look like Taylor Decker runs over to the official. And it's like, hey, I'm eligible, right? No, no, I look. I said this before about two things can be true at the same time. Florida State could have gotten screwed, and we had two great national semifinals last night. Yeah, right. Um, Brad Allen probably screwed the situation up. Right, he knew he he knew who was eligible and who was not. I think they screwed it up, and that 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 is what it is. But part of the reason they screwed it up was Detroit was trying to play a little games there, and frankly, just run the. The play itself is the ruse, right? You don't you don't yeah. have to go right. beyond that. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think, uh, yeah, it's it's
1: the other thing is uh, once you get to the seven, you know, they got the offsides, and then win again on the three. Once you get to the third, the, kick the, the two, kick it, kick it from the seven, man, like that's just kick once it. you don't once you're on the seven, you don't kick even if you draw them offsides, unless unless
0: the plan was like like a hard count to draw them off. but they just just kick it, just, just kick, kick it. it. It's okay. It's okay to take your shot in overtime. Uh yeah, I think there was a there was a lot of uh lo- lo- a lot of mistakes made. So how do we look at the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles who are on the struggle monorail? I just came back from uh, Orlando. Uh yeah. the Eagles, especially defensively, are really fighting it right now. How do we look at those two teams? Is Dallas better than Philly? I would much rather play Dallas right
1: now. I'd be much rather play Philly, excuse me, than play uh Dallas. Da- especially if you're playing Dallas at home. I mean, the thing about the thing about Philly is if you go and look at the Eagles mm-hmm. since the bye 0013 or text adam to 600 adam gold is a paid spokesman investment
0: advisory services offered by capital financial advisory group a north carolina registered investment advisor
1: and i'm bringing it up
0: slowly as i pause i slowly. think you can go uh, back all season long with philly
1: yeah for sure i, I really mean but, but they started they started eight and one before the buy and there definitely were some uh, pete prisco had the best line i thought it, they were wobbly Right. Always. They had a bunch of one score games, but they were fine. They're also they're finding ways to wins or stacking yeah. wins early on in the season. And when you do that and you start out to that you you get to that great like you get out to that great start, it's very easy to say, okay, this is the team who was in the Super Bowl last year. They have talented quarterback, they have a very talented quarterback, they have a great offensive line, talented skill positions. Maybe the defense coalesces and the passing game kind of comes together, they've stacked their wins, now they can get hot. In the second half of the season, well, the total opposite has happened. They beat the Chiefs and the Bills coming out of the bye. It should have lost both of those games. Yep. I mean, they could very easily be nine and seven right now, mm-hmm. and like fighting for the or, yeah nine and seven fighting for the playoffs to a degree. Um, they lose to the Niners and just just get smashed by the Niners at home. Yeah, now yeah, and so when you're wobbly like you've just been just wobbly all season long, then you get you go get smashed by the Cowboys on the road. You give up the game-winning drive to Drew Locke. In a, in a fashion that you just can't do, you beat the Giants on Christmas Day, but you don't do it easily, and yep. that's a bad Giants team, even if Tyron Taylor's an upgrade over of, of Tommy Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> and then you lose like that to Jonathan Gannon, your old D.C., unable to stop the Cardinals whatsoever on offense. It's To me, it is, a, it is the worst possible space to be in. If you think about teams – for instance, you, you know you mentioned the Cowboys. and The Cowboys are, are playing good football. Um, th- of course, they lost two games to the Bills and the Dolphins before beating the Lions. It mm-hmm. and, and could easily be on a three-game losing streak. Yep. But they've been playing well for the most part in the second half of the season, and you kind of trust them, especially at home. So I think it's a massive, massive swing because now the Cowboys are the favorites to win the division, to beat the Commanders, albeit on the road. But, I mean, they've, they've, they've beaten some bad teams on the road. Go beat Washington. You win the division. You're guaranteed at least one home game. And now Philly, instead of having this great home environment, and we thought mm-hmm. they were cruising to the one seed when they were ten and one, is now looking at you know the five seed and having to go on the road against some, like you may have to play Dallas on the road. You know, right. it's just not a it's not a good for San Francisco or mm-hmm. Detroit. It's just not a good path, yeah,
0: if, to, to if, making it back to the Super Bowl. If they get and defense through, isn't that, getting any better. That's the problem. The defense isn't very good. And if they do get through the champion of the NFC South, and I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that they will, um, New Orleans or Tampa Bay will be at least somewhat of a roadblock for them. Then, uh, yeah, then they have to. Oh, go I to think Se- I'd pick. I, I think I'd pick Tampa Bay to beat the, the Eagles right now. Well, it chances are that's who it's going to be, unless the Panthers show up on uh, on Sunday. Um, do, do you think the Do you think the Panthers
1: will be capable of dousing the Buccaneers' hopes? <laughs> Get it? See what I
0: did there? Uh, yeah. I do. I think they're capable of it, and eh, not really. Yeah, I do. Uh, all know. right. Um, final. Final thing. The Buffalo Bills might be the second best team in the AFC. Yeah. Heck, they might be the third best team in the NFL. Behind the Rams and who else? <laughs> Behind the Rams, uh, Rams are great, man.
1: The Rams have No, the Rams have played well. Uh, I, I wouldn't I, be shocked if the Rams. I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams and the Bills played in the Super Bowl. Rams and the Bills? Yeah, I mean, Bills have to win. Obviously, the Rams are in. Yeah, I think Matthew Stafford deserves some MVP, MVP attention. Not like he's going to win. Lamar's gonna Lamar going to get Jackson it. Jackson is the MVP. Yeah, Of yeah. course, but Stafford should be on some ballots. I mean, he play, he's played great football yeah. this year and got the Rams, got a team that everybody thought was going to win seven games in the playoffs. Um I, I, I my hot take for right now is that this is the year where chalk breaks and we get some elite quarterback play like Eli Flacco, Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben style from a wild card. Tom Brady was a wild card. Some wild card team that just gets a, a nuclear hot quarterback, maybe two, and uh and, and makes it the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco. Maybe it's, maybe it's Joe Flacco. Yeah, right? <laughs> um
0: I've been kidding. No, no, I, I totally understand. Uh, so Buffalo and Miami in Miami is Buffalo going to make the playoffs and be the number two seed or are they going to miss out? They're going to make the playoffs and be the two seed. They've been amazing. Miami's, bang- Miami's, Miami's banged up.
1: Buffalo's playing great football.
0: Miami's got no this confidence a- either. I think no, confidence. no Bradley Chubb either, by the way, Chubb out for the, yeah. yeah. And, Look, I get it. Um, you, know, you
1: can't. You, know, you lose Jalen Phillips in a blowout too. You can't just bench everybody because the game's a blowout. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Bradley Chubb tearing his ACL when you're down 49 to
0: 16 is not great. Mm-mm. Nope, not great. All right, man. Um, nice right, hat. Buddy. Nice Happy hat. New year. Make uh, make Shut red up. make red hats. Uh, acceptable make red again. hats wearable again. <laughs> Will Brinson. Shout out to ATW. Shout out to Football Club. Talk to you later, man. Will Brinson, Pick Six Podcast Moderator, Senior NFL Writer, CVSSports.com.